Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, it's on. They, the show they tried to stop. We're on, we're on the air, folks. Vegas fan sales marketing behind the eight ball. The first Daniel Warrior Forum roast. The haters tried to stop it, Pete. They had the boss man up all night trying to repost the thread, but we're still here. This show's going to rock. A little diversion from what we normally do. Normally we're talking heavy-duty sales and marketing off-white gold. Tonight we're going to lighten it up a little bit. The numbers for this show just keep climbing after three weeks. Yo, Willie Crawford, I'm looking up at you, brother, because you're about the only competition I have left. I love Willie, though. We'll talk about him. Vegas Fence tells the marketing behind the eight ball. First annual Warrior Forum Rose live from Florida. Got a wicked hangover in the flu. I don't have my A game tonight, but we're going to suffer through it. I'll be back in a minute. cranky last night. I was screaming. I had the cat up the tree. She's still up there, scared to come down. The girlfriend of the week. I'm pretty sure she's the ex-girlfriend now. She stormed out of here. Got a case of the flu, which I never get sick, and I don't have much use for those who do, combined with a little hangover. But I'm still doing the show. What's up, peeps? Vegas fan sales and marketing behind the eight ball, the only sales and marketing show on blog talk radio that doesn't come with an upsell don't worry about it i am reporter there is no monetization here i don't even opt into that part of blog talk radio because they want the paypal address and i don't leave paypal anything got no use for them so there is no revenue share plan on my show anyway the show continues to do great numbers because we tell it like it is and we deliver content Let's talk about the warrior form. That's kind of the point of the show tonight. Talk about the greatness of it and why some of you are ruining it. When, you, when I think of the warrior form, I'm reminded that there's really only three forms I spend any time on at all in regards to uh, getting tools and strategies to improve my business. One of which is Michael Sinnoh's Hard to Find Seminars.com. It's great audio resources. A lot of you warriors are familiar with it. I process better uh, through audio, so for me, you know, going through that is always great. As far as the offline gold niche stuff, KeithLocalBizBuilders.com, I hang out there. It's focused particularly on that niche, which I'm heavily involved in right now. 
And then for everything else, there's only one place to be, and that's obviously the world-famous Warrior Forum. I'm assuming most of my listeners know what the hell I'm talking about because i got pretty savvy listeners. What makes the Warrior Forum so great? Well, to be honest with you, like anything else, it's the diversity of thought. It's the diversity of a whole lot of people that are good at what they do in certain areas and who are selfless in terms of sharing the information. It's got a family feel to it. I mean, I don't, I've never even met John Taylor, but if he came stumbling in here half-cocked and needed a place to stay, Vinny would hook him up. That's kind of the cool part about the warrior form. People's personalities come out. You get to know them even if you haven't met them. And, all, and some of these people aren't necessarily people I always see eye to eye on and stuff, but the greatness of the form is you, you embrace that diversity. You don't try to censor it. You don't try to hit a zap button because you don't agree with what someone says. And by the way, some of you on the Warrior Forum got to lose the power trip. Some of you on the Warrior Forum act like you're JFK with one hand on the nuclear button and one hand on Marilyn Monroe's ass. I hate to break it to you. That ain't the way the, the, the game is played. Let's talk about the war room off the top of my head because I want to get to that as well before we start this roast. Any of you that have been on the Warrior Forum for over 30 days and have to ask me whether the war room is worth plunking down the money, my answer to you is no, not for you. You're better off going to 7-Eleven and fixing that friggin' slushy machine that you broke for seven an hour. For the rest of you who are looking to add even more information to your you know, arsenal, the war room's a no-brainer, people. It's like getting 300 friggin' WSOs, and they're all handy, and they're all right there. And the amount of money Alan's asking for that's chump change. It really is. That's a no-brainer. If you haven't signed up, get your ass over there and do it. i got to tell you something else, people, about diversity, because some of you would probably fit right in with the book burning of the past. If we get to the point in this world where every friggin' buddy has to be the same, think the same, look the same, be the same, the learning curve stops dead in its tracks, and what a sad, sorry, boring world that would be. You don't have to like Vegas Vince. You don't have to like Steve Wags. You don't have to like Bev Clement. You don't have to like Alan or any number of warriors. But there's always something you can learn from. It doesn't have to be a personal issue where because you don't like somebody or what they say, you want to zap them or censor their post. The warrior form is set up so you can come in and liberate yourself and turn the information into money. And let me tell you something. When you start making money, I promise you, you're not going to give a shit what Vegas Vince does. You're not going to waste your life um, living vicariously through one of my posts. You know why? Because you're not going to care, number one. And number two, you're not going to have any time. There are a lot of busybodies on the Warrior Forum, peeps. A busybody is somebody who spends more time worrying about somebody else's business than doing any of their own, capiche? 
you guys have access to an information forum that is massive in scope. It's updated, and the information is good, and you got some of the best players in the world on there. Take advantage of it. Use the information to liberate yourself and make money, and less time worrying about who Wags is shacking up with or what bad use of jargon I used. Because in the end, you know, in the bottom line picture, it really doesn't matter. I said my piece on all that 27 friggin' times. He's got to repost a thread. And by the way, you people that do stuff like that, do you realize that you actually promoted it? Do you realize I'm going to have more listeners to this silly show than I ever would have had if you had just let the thread alone to begin with? That's, how, that's, you know, that's why you guys are rocket scientists, I guess. You're not too bright, some of you. For the rest of you peeps, I hope you enjoy the show. Say it one more time. You guys got access to an incredible form over there. Use it. Embrace it. Quit figuring out a hundred different ways to fix it. It works fine. Find a post or a subject you're interested in. Punch it in the search bar and go to town. Let's get going here. Got to read the sponsor information. Here we go. This section of the roast is sponsored by the Slaughtered Lamb Pub, Scotland's family-friendly place to go drink. Did I read it right, John? All right. Speaking of the Slaughtered Pub, I'd like to open one of those friggin' places here in the States. You talk about recession-proof. Any place that caters to drunken Scots is a place that's going to boom in good times and bad one of you Scots over there, Taylor, hook me up with a perspective. Somebody gives me some money to run it. I will run it. The slaughtered lamb. Keep your friggin' werewolves over there, though. I don't want to end up like that dude from America got bit at the one in London. Started turning into some weird shit on the full moon. Anyway, I think it's a great idea. Let me know, anybody, if there's a slaughtered lamb pub franchise in the States. If not, let's get on it. That leads us right into John Taylor. Wow. John Taylor, a, an internet, internet marketer, rather, that's older than Christ and probably has twice as much money. John Taylor, who's been around since the beginning of time and never seems to die. That's what his heirs say. You know, when you go over to see Grandpa on the weekends and deep down you're waiting for him to kick the bucket so you can get some of that will money. Problem is, John's heirs are all about 95 years old right now. They lay it long ago given up on getting their hands on any of that money. The dude's like 218 now. Dude's got vintage scotch from the 1880s in his cellar, and he brewed it himself. At least my source says it. John T's cool. He's a cool dude. I could hang with Taylor. And by the way... John Taylor gets some young, hot stuff, too, peeps. Believe it. Believe it. He's got younger, hotter girls than you'd find backstage at a Backstreet Boys concert, and I'm not making it up. Dude is suave. Hook me up with that slaughtered pub stuff, please. Who gets it next? 
And by the way, I can't do comments on the show because I told you I ran the girl off. She was the one working the computer board. You know, anybody who knows me knows I'm about as inept to computer stuff as I claim to be. I'm going to get to Alan in a minute. We'll save him. Let's talk about Bev Clement. Uh, Bev Clement, the merry freaking poppins of Internet marketing. A chick who can slide up a banister, take a spoonful of sugar and some ripple, mix it up with some castor oil, and come up with a concoction that tastes better than vintage Dom Perignon. Bev Clement. She's one of those chicks who does everything right. Sickening almost. Bevy. Bevy's cool, man. Bevy's put up with me from day one. I know she says prayers for me, too. By the way, when I get her on my show, it isn't going to be one of those warm and fuzzy numbers like she does with Crawford. I'm going to break out the tough questions. I'm going to have her singing. I'm going to have her doing a little vintage burlesque soft shoe in the background. You know, we're going to keep it real. Bev Clement, other other claim to fame is that all-seeing eye she seems to have. Vince went out the other night. I, you know, hit one of the little local bars here in town. He ended up hooking up with this uh, queen of the silver dollar. It's a fancy word for a redneck chick with loose morals. And her and I go home. You know, no big deal. I come home the next day. I got an email from Bev said, Dear Vinny, why would you go home with that slut? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking around for the wiretaps all the time. Bev's everywhere. Cool. Cool lady. By the way, those of you who jumped on that Allison form, some of you should be ashamed of yourself. You know, when you find somebody who's obviously frauded the form and then decides she wants to get back on the form and try just a little bit too hard to apologize, I, I would tell you people, screw me once, shame on you, screw me twice, shame on me. And uh, that's exactly where that was going. That chick had some mental issues. Who else? Let's talk about, oh boy. Let's talk about Steve Wags. Let's cut to the chase. My man, Steve Wags. Steve, cry me a river, Wags. I like Steve Wags. But I'm going to be honest with you, Warriors. A couple of you who keep jacking with Steve Wags are going to cause us all some problems. Steve Wags is going to walk into the warrior form one day with a friggin' Uzi under one arm and an AK-47 under the other. He's just going to start spraying the joint down. And what I'm afraid of is I don't want to be the dude in line for the prelim show, you know, like at a post office, standing behind eight little old ladies while they count out their friggin' pennies to buy a book of stamps. Wags comes in and pepper sprays that joint. So some of you ought to just give the guy a break. Wags gets a little emotional. I mean, every time he writes a post, another another river flows up with tears. I understand it, but the dude gives. Give him a break. And while I'm doing this show, I got some jerk-off walking around my building right now, so if I have to go, it's because i got to go pull a pistol out. I'm dead serious. We're closed right now at the restaurant, and I got some... Uh, I got some dude walking around here. They uh, they just robbed the restaurant across the street two nights ago, so I got to keep my eyes open here, peeps. If you hear gunshot go off, somebody called the uh, man. Anyway, Steve Wags. 
the man who has never found a sticky note because he can't leave one. He has to leave a manifesto on the fridge. But again, the man puts his heart and soul out there, and some of you people would be better served just letting it go. I mean, my God, the amount of time some of you spend critiquing Steve Wags, I'm guessing you could take your kid, you know, to a baseball game, take your daughter to uh, a ballet, or maybe stay home and work on a press release for your site, or some backlinks, or tweak up the RSS feed. Seems to me it might be a little more productive use of time, but hey, that's just me. Who else? J-Mo, my boy, Jason Moffat. Now, here's a dude with three screws in his friggin' head, two of them righty-tighty, one of them lefty-loosey, and you never know what the combination is. Now, here's a dude. This is, this only Mo could pull this off, too. This is a dude that can drink a case of beer and then wash it down with one of those $80 bottles of Mona V berry juice, and he makes it work. The dude's actually healthy. Sort of, but it's kind of weird. Reminds me of like the chick who eats the entire pizza, washes it down with Diet Coke, and wonders why she's getting fatter. Mo's cool. Mo's cool. I like his YouTube video, Hijacker Project, too. It's a good stuff. Like his site. He's got a style of his own, too. I suspect he's offended more people than I have, and that's tough to do. Who else we got going on here? Let's talk, let's, let's, let's break off here and talk about, oh boy, this is where I'm going to get real warm and fuzzy and I don't like doing it. Let's talk about Sylvia Rolf, my girl, got a heart bigger than New York City. I think I got a crush on this chick. I don't even want to roast her, but I got to. Sylvia, Sylvia, Sylvia. Wow. She's like 19 years old, and she's got 27 kids, and they live in a shoe in Canada. I'm not making it up. It is a size 94 shoe carved, and they live in Canada, her and 27 kids. And there's dudes walking behind my building again. Okay, it's just the local white trash. Sorry, guys. Wow. Be the first time in the history of Block Talk Radio, I got to bust a cap in somebody's ass outside my building for trespassing, but it, it looks like they're just normal uh, mountain trash around here. Anyway, the chick lives in the shoe. She's hot. I mean, this girl is hot. Like I said, got the 27 kids. And the problem with Sylvia is she gets pregnant pretty easy, obviously. Vinny sent her a PM message the other night, and I signed it, XO, XO, XO. She calls me back the next day, says she's pregnant. Would I send the child support via FedEx? Are you friggin' kidding me? Now I'm sending child support to Canada, and I don't even remember hooking up with her, but she says I did, so I guess that means I got to pay up, right? Wow. I got an indecent proposal for Sylvia. Gather up the parents there, honey, around the around your uh, computer screen. Vinny's willing to kick in some babysitting money. I'm willing to kick you in a round-trip ticket from Canada down here to Florida, three or four days, my expense, my treat. Come down and hang with Vinny for three or four days because I, uh, I might just stick around forever. 
Uh, it's about time Vinny settled down, or so I think. That could change tomorrow. Who knows? Anyway, let me know, Sylvie. Love and peace. You know you're my girl. Let's talk about, boy, I'm saving a few of these. Let's talk about Rachel Rofay. Okay, the first, the first love of my life from back in the day. And let me tell you something. When a chick's named Rachel Rofay, you know she's hot. And there is nothing more attractive to me than an attractive girl who can write kick-ass copy, and Rachel can. She's, uh, she's hanging around Brian Mack, little wannabe pimp who deep down knows that he just don't measure up to Vinny here. That's okay. I'll let her get him out of her system. Maybe I'll make a play for her again. Rachel's cool. And by the way, the rumor that her and I got busted at a Dale Carnegie seminar in El Segundo for smoking dope, that's bullshit. It didn't happen that way. What did happen is I was with Rachel at the Dale Carnegie seminar. I was so bored out of my friggin' mind, I lit up a Pall Mall in the back of the room, and her and I were you know, kindly asked to leave because that's how they do it at a Dale seminar. They don't want to be rude, but the thing bored the maggots off a corpse. That's what I think of Dale Carnegie, too, by the way. It's a book about how to coexist and get along with sheep. Screw that. I deal with the other 5%, you know, the ones that aren't sheep and lemmings. And by the way, if you want a book on the subject that told it like it was, Check out Robert Ringer's Taking Care of Number One. That's a good book. Winning Friends and Influencing People, please. Anyway, Rachel and I got kicked out of a Dale Carnegie seminar, and quite frankly, it's a badge of honor. Rachel's friend is, is a chick who's might have the sexiest eyes I've ever seen for a marketer. It's Jamie Minton. I used to tell Rachel if she didn't come clean and, you know, give me some love, she'd be the bridesmaid at Jamie and I's wedding. Talk about a threesome with some brain power. Hook me and those two chicks up together. We'd be dangerous people. Anyway, Jamie's cool. I haven't heard from her in a while. Hope she's doing good. Love and peace. <clears throat> then he's starting to lose his voice here. Boy, that flu's kicking my ass right now, but I'm going to keep on, keep it on here. Let's talk about Tommy Gadget. He's kind of my wild card pick. Tommy Gadget's on the list because way back when he had loaned a friend of his on the, I don't know if he was a warrior, but Tommy's a warrior, but loaned his friend 10 grand. Came to Vinny, said, Vinny, how do I get my money back? I didn't know if the guy wanted me to put a hit out on this dude or what, but anyway, I gave him some advice that I'm going to give to a lot of used people that are in the similar circumstance. I said, it would say, anyway, he loaned the guy 10000 because the dude was losing his house or something. I don't know what the deal was. I'll let him tell it to you when you're on the board or whatever. But I recommended to him to go down to the local Goodwill and buy one of those vintage 1970 Mr. Coffee Pots, preferably one with a very frayed, tattered, and battered cord. I told him then you take that Mr. Coffee Pot and, you, and by the way, before you do that, you make sure the fire insurance on the house is up to date, capiche? Anyway, I told him you take that Mr. Coffee Pot, you stick it in the friggin' wall, and you make sure it's in a socket that you got about 27 other things plugged into. And I said, I guarantee you within three days that house won't exist anymore. 
it'll burn right to the ground. I said, that's how you get your ten grand back. And by the way, this is the type of content-rich information you don't hear on other shows. I have a feeling about half of you people that have houses that you owe 200000 on, and only and the house is only now worth like 20000 That's information that you could take to the bank. I mean, it's your house. You ought to be able to burn the friggin' thing down. And it's not like it's your fault. It's that friggin' Mr. Coffee Pot with the frayed, tattered, and battered cord. I'm going to light up a cigarette here. That's real wise, considering I don't feel good, but screw it. One second. (sighs) Moving right along. Annoyed girl. Oh, boy. A.K.A. Valerie Sonora. God, I hate to do this to you, sweetie. But you brought it upon yourself. AJ knows I love her. She's a cool chick. She's a little twisted upstairs, but then again, so am I. That's why we get along. I met an annoyed girl at a bar in Toledo across from the depot about two years ago. And by the way, for those of you looking to vacation at what they call the end of the world, check out Toledo sometime. It's like walking right into a town filled with death and despair. I mean, it's really bad. Anyway, I forget why I got stuck there. I hook up with AG at a bar. I start laying a little Mac down on her, you know, throwing some of my NLP techniques out there, buying her a shot of whiskey, this or that. Next thing you know, we end up hooked up back at some dive motel. I mean, at this point, I'm thinking this chick's pretty cool. Once we get back to the hotel, shut the door, she turns into, like, the friggin' exorcist. All I remember is her uh, reaching into her purse and pulling out a riding crop and whacking me with it like the jockey was beating Seabiscuit in the movie. Oh, I'm dead serious. We did some stuff in that room that you wouldn't do to a friggin' farm animal. Next thing you know, Vinny's waking up three days later, handcuffed to the headboard. My cries for help muffled by a wool sock shoved down my throat. It's friggin' humiliating. Maid comes in, has to bring the handyman with a skill saw just to cut me loose. Anyway, I came back two days later for some more, but she was gone. Somebody told me she was working at the DMV where being mean and nasty gets you a promotion in this country. Anyway, cool chick. Glad to see she's kinder and gentler now. It's all good, AG. Vinny loves you. Don't take it too seriously. And please watch out for the riding crop if you run into this chick. Who else? Let's see. Paul Myers. Paul Myers is like the friggin' Zen master on the warrior form. I mean, this dude can, like, walk on rice paper and shit and, and not even rip it. You know, that type of dude. And, I mean, he writes some heavy, deep, esoteric shit that just kind of intimidates me. You know, I mean, to be honest with you, when I respond to a Paul Myers post, I almost feel like somebody's got their hand in my pants moving stuff around. You know, you just feel like you're intimidated and uneasy. Dude is cool, though. I keep thinking he's that dude in that SMC commercial. Has anybody checked the SMC? You know, that specialty merchandise corporation uh, infomercial they run. I think they have Tom Bosley from Happy Days. 
that one. It's a dude with like this cowboy hat and he got long hair and he made a shitload of money in SMC. Now I, I don't I'm not saying it is Paul Myers, but boy dude looks just like him. If anybody checks that out, let me know, or maybe Paul let us know if that's him. That was cool, man. I'm looking up there saying, damn, man, that's Paul Myers, man. He's selling angel figurines out of a flea market, but I'm pretty sure it's not him. I know Paul Paul got some bucks. What else we got going on here? I got to pick out somebody else here. Well, anyway, that brings up Big Mike. Man, that's, that forum was fun that time. Big Mike and Paul were getting jiggy. That'd be like the uh, Zen Master against the Green Beret. You know, because Big Mike could kick a little ass. You know, you know, my Big Mike isn't anybody you'd want to owe money to. Vinny'd have to pay that marker off. Big Mike's another dude who puts out some good posts I like. I, I try not to screw around with him too much either. Dude's cool, though. Good information. And it kind of makes me think when I was looking at that post where them two were going at it like Ali, Frazier, Thrillin', Manila that we ought to have a section on the Warrior Forum be like the Fight Club, uh, digitally downloaded actual fights between warriors who hate each other, and we you know, do a pay-per-view or a membership site. I promise you it'd sell. Get on that one, Alan. Shop on that idea, Big Daddy. How'd you like to have Myers and, uh, and Big Mike? And then next you followed up with Steve Wags against one of his, you know, haters. I put my money on Wags because Wags fights dirty. Wags will blind you with cooking oil. He'll pop a fork in your eye. He'll do whatever it takes to win. Don't let the size fool you. Wags, Wags is a killer. Who else we got here? Dana W. Oh, boy, my homegirl in Florida. You know, the worst type of chick for me is the one that's not only hot, but she's smarter than me. Dana's both. That put us off to a rocky start. And boy, she is like one of these matter-of-fact chicks. Dana's cool. And I'm going to tell you something else about Dana. One of the best damn writers out there. And I mean, she's, she was a legitimate journalist, people, not one of these wannabes. There was a real slimeball cop here in this particular county where I live in, in Florida. You know, one of those good, upstanding, upstanding members of the community that are taking taxpayer dollars uh, in order to protect and serve. Well, this guy, uh, he wasn't protecting and serving. He was spending his time uh, shaking down prostitutes. I'll leave it at that. She can tell you the rest of the story. Anyway, she wrote a kick-ass article that pretty much got this guy thrown right off the police force pretty much led them to, you know, get rid of him. She really knows her shit, especially, like, in terms of press releases and stuff. She's been on both sides, so she knows the stuff that gets dumped in the garbage and what doesn't. So, I mean, as far as press releases go, she rocks. The Twitter diva, too, man. She doesn't like that when I call her that, but she knows it's true. Anyway, Dana rocks. Um... She hasn't been happy with Vince ever since I got a little shit-faced caller up at 5.30 and pretended to be a telemarketer uh, selling her timeshares. I mean, this chick went off the handle on me. Not that I can blame her. I thought it was funny. She didn't. Sorry about that, girl. Who else we got going on here? Uh, boy, Alan. It's tough with Alan, the big daddy. Well, y'all pissed Big Daddy off a couple weeks ago on one of those threads, didn't you? 
I think it was Taylor's thread, too. Nice job, JT. Actually, the OP was pretty cool, but but what happens is the sheep start piling on, and everybody's bitching and whining about why. Why does everybody think the warrior form always got problems? Still the best form in the world. I mean, what do you expect, people? you got 27,000 friggin' opinions, and instead of just picking and choosing and going on with your business, some of you people take the shit way too personally. Well, Big Daddy must have had a few drinks in him that night because he's about to pull the plug on the whole form. And, you know, Vinny here, I like to jump in the mix sometimes, but that was one show I knew, just keep your keep my yap shut, stay off the thread. You know, again, when you start finding yourself reacting to everything instead of being proactive, you got to sometimes ask yourself, wait a minute, stop. Instead of uh, ripping Steve Wags, I'm going to go write a press release and promote my website. And if everybody did that, everything would run so much better. But, no, human nature with most people is they got to worry about what their neighbors are doing, who they're sleeping with, what movies they watch, what shoes they wear, what car they drive. See, I personally don't give a shit about any of that. I don't care what none of y'all do. Unless, of course, some of y'all want to start paying my bills, at which point I'll care. Okay, let's move along. Oh, anyway, as far as Alan, the best theory I've heard yet on who Alan is is from the conspiracy theorist uh, David Icke. That's I-C-K-E. I think it's davidike.com, or he's somewhere. He's got a bunch of books that are pretty cool. He actually, and this is a God's truth, he says that Alan is actually a virtual autoresponder. I'm telling you, this is what I heard, and it would sort of make sense. You know, you get the occasional post here and there. I don't know, man, but that was the best theory I've heard, that he's actually like a virtual Aweber, and that the whole site is like this, you know, I mean, the whole, I don't know, it's something they're going to be doing down the, you know, like the technology tomorrow is here today type weird stuff. And that, like, on 60 Minutes next year, they're going to announce that, like, this greatest, biggest marketing form in the history of the world, the Warrior Form, was actually being run by a friggin' robot. I think that's kind of cool. I hope it's not the case. And by the way, Big Daddy, next time you get a uh, truckload of those hot laptop computers, toss one Vinny's way. I answered the question right. I just happened to have been on dial-up that day. By the time my thread got posted, it was like 72 hours later. You'd already given them out. What else here? Who am I missing? Oh, I got a few more people here. Let's talk about, let's see, Jared Alberghini. Well, I've been around the block long enough to know that a dude with that many vowels in his name is somebody Vinny going to leave alone. So you're cool with me, Jared. Another dude I wouldn't want to owe money to, Alberghini end up like some dude on Sopranos at the bottom of the ocean. I'll leave him alone. He's cool. I appreciate all the support on the forum, too, bro. Same thing goes Frank Bruno. How'd you like to owe a guy named Bruno money? No. Frank's cool, man. Frank took some time, did a Twitter video for Vince. Uh, the guy's one of the best video markers out, of, you know, out there, period. And, man, he makes some big money, man. Frank makes stupid, crazy money. And he's one of these dudes that doesn't have to tell everybody. I mean, he just does. This dude's got some good stuff. Ah, oh, boy. Willie Crawford. Ah, it's hard to mess with the legend. I mean, Willie's living proof that the guy can come out, make millions of dollars, and not have much in the way of charisma. I mean, I'd like to swap charisma for his money, though. I happen to know Willie Crawford color coordinates his ties and his sock drawer. I also know his favorite teleseminar starts with the number 900, but that's another story because I've been hanging with him before at Vegas. 
you know, one of those seminars he tells the wife he's got to go to, except there is no seminar schedule except uh, the burlesque show. I'm just giving him shit. Willie's cool. Willie used to uh, be in the military, used to hang out in uh, Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, my dad used to be an assistant golf pro out, out there at one of the bases Willie used to work at. Um, the guy's cool. But like I said, as far as Block Talk Radio, he's the only competition I got. I've only been there three weeks. I pretty much whacked out everybody else. What else? Who am I? Who am I missing here? We talked about the celebrity death fight on the Warrior Forum, I guess. Yeah. Uh, Alan, we talked about the fact that somebody thinks he's an Aweber autoresponder. We talked about Sylvia, J Mo, uh, J Extreme. I like J. J's cool. Jay's like the baby face assassin. He's one of these dudes that's prettier than a lot of chicks. So he got, you know, he's got like a lot of female fans. And they're so phony because a lot of them are always saying, oh, how's your girlfriend, Jay? And, and truthfully, they don't care about his girlfriend. They're just hoping one day he's going to say, oh, she left me. I mean, I know how chicks are, man. you got like a fan club of hot warrior chicks. Um, he's a good kid. He's cool. I like Jay. David Wilkinson, my, my homie, man, from up there, I think he's up there in the U.K., this dude is 14 friggin' years old, and he is the real deal, peeps. This dude is 14 years old. I learned about him from Jason Moffat. This kid is like, he sent me a PM the other day, said, hey, Vince, I'm you know, kind of interested when I turn 18 about getting a restaurant. I'm thinking, kid, please, by the time you're 18, you could buy 30 restaurants. Why would you want to? I mean, being in the restaurant business is about the equivalent of hanging from the knotty pine tree from your ankles most days. It's not something I'd ever recommend anybody with a dream go do. But anyway, this kid's got some good stuff. Check him out. Vince runs a... Vince is cool, man. Vince is like... Man, Vince is like a dude that could fit in anywhere, man. You could walk him down like some hood somewhere and he wouldn't get screwed with. Or he could walk in one of those cocktail parties... You know, for like an Andy Warhol gimmick or something, and dude fits in there, man. He's like multitasking in terms of personality. Vince is cool. I appreciate it. Some jerk off. Some jerk off came. Uh, boy, I just had the computer go off. They're trying to pitch some Aweber or something. Looks or something, a timeshare or something. Boy, somebody hacked into me here. Anyway, uh, now Vince is cool. He uh, he gave Vince a little props on. Uh, on some jerk-off on that long thread on the Warrior Forum and wanted to get real hateful on a thread I wrote, which, by the way, was good, as the props left for it would indicate, you know, some shill they brought in on that forum. And, by the way, to the dude who left thank you for that hatchet job they did on me, little Bo Pete, whatever your name is, screw you too, buddy. I'll tell you one thing Vegas Vince has never done after 904 glorious posts over two years, I've never attacked a warrior on the forum. Personally, I never would. Never. And for those of you who do, and then you get some clown that endorses it with a thank you, you're a loser too. Shame on you. Same thing for you, Dave Bo. Whatever the hell a Dave Bo is. Trying to hijack Vegas Vince's reputation. Somebody asked about should he quit his job. I wrote a post that I think that the only way you can get ahead is you got to make a friggin' decision. And I said quit your job. This jerk-off, Dave Bo, wants to come out and use it as a personal attack on me, hijack, you know, again, my reputation because he doesn't have one. 
you know, and then you get somebody like the chick below wants to put a thank you, what, for a hatchet job? You better hope I don't ever do a hatchet job because I can out-hatchet anybody in the forum. But I show some respect because it's not my house. You know, the personal attack stuff's crazy. That stuff is, uh, there's no place for it, people. Again, diversity is a good thing. Somebody's got an opinion you don't like, then make a compelling argument to go the other direction. You don't sit there and smack them on a personal level. And those of you who endorse it, shame on you. Alright, let's get back to something else here. Did we talk about, is anybody going to send me anything on the slaughtered lamb? By the way, I'm dead serious. I think that's a money maker. Can you imagine me and Taylor running a joint like that? X-Rat down there bobbing and weaving after too many jacks and whatever. What do you people uh, drink over there anyway? Because, like, I drink Jack, Jack Daniels and Coke, sometimes water back. What, I mean, if it's one of them deals, i got to stock 97 different types of beer. Forget about it. I'm talking some little pub. You know, we, we call it the Slaughter Land. We throw some burgers out there on a the grill. We have, like, Bud, Bud Light. Keep it simple. You know, have a friggin' raggedy pool table. Put some decent-looking chicks in there. You know, I think the place rocks. I like it. Anyway, people, I'm trying to think if I forgot anybody else here. If you didn't make the list, it's nothing personal. These are just people that put up with me, and I know this was supposed to be kind of a fun thing. Some of you people take shit way too seriously. Um, I personally love the Warrior Forum, and I'm going to say this on a serious note. Um, there is not a greater collection of minds anywhere in terms of sales and marketing that reside on that forum. And, I mean, some of you guys go out of your way to help people. And, again, it comes back to the same thing like, you know, I said about Steve Wags. You don't have to like Steve, but the man writes 7,000 posts, and I don't think there's a bunch of upsells attached to him. He gives his heart and soul. Uh, Bev Clement works her ass off on there, people. John Taylor, when he's got the bottle of scotch down, you know, halfway, can write some good stuff on there. J-Mo, in his own way, always has something interesting to say. The boss man, you guys are lucky, actually. And by the way, you notice Vegas Vince doesn't jump on those Kiss Allen boss man's ass posts. I don't like that. I don't think he appreciates it either. I've always, he's always been cool with me, though, the few times I've ever had any PMs with him. Assuming I'm talking to a dude and not Aweber, but... Anyway, that's another story. Um, but my point is, you guys actually have an owner of a site that is hands-off. He's not got his paws all over it. You know, he's basically, you know, treating you people like adults. And unfortunately, there's so much junior high shit going on with some of you. I mean, we are not in junior high anymore, peeps. We're not folding little notes and passing it to the girl in front of us. Everybody needs to just focus on what they're trying to get out of the warrior form that will help them to make money and help their family and give them more freedom. And, again, once you can accomplish that, you're not going to worry about what Vegas Vince does or anybody else does. And, again, diversity is a wonderful thing. Embrace it. It's what makes the form great. Don't sit there because you don't like. I mean, whoever, whoever you know, whichever of you guys decided to zap this post 27 friggin' times, I mean, come on, people. Not only did you make the show, you know, guaranteed to get more listeners but you got to ask yourself why would you bother wasting your time on me i'm not that exciting surely you got better things to do with your time sadly many of you don't 
I want to say again, thank you to everybody on the Warrior Forum. I really personally think it is the greatest forum in the world. I personally have learned more about uh, Internet marketing in the last year uh, than I could have in any college or, you know, traditional learning institution. I really appreciate it. I have met some great friends on here, some of whom, and by the way, Dave Bo, I don't own a Chinese restaurant, you friggin' loser. My joint does 1.3 million and we only seat 57 people, you jerk off. Sorry, I had to get one more barb in on that guy. Dana's been in my joint. I don't know if we were open that day or not. But anyway, embrace the form, people. Treat each other decent on there. And if you can't, just move along. It's the greatest form in the world. If I can do it, anybody can do it, because I am as about a computer illiterate as they come. Ask Dana, it's true. And I've already picked up a lot of great information to try to take my consulting and everything else to a different level. It's really helping me in terms of offline business stuff, too. May you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. May you guys always remain forever young. Love and peace. Thank you. Good night.